prayed before we began. The almighty and eternal God, the sun you made to give light by day has set beyond the hills and gone down. And the darkness has settled over us, and the stars that you made in the moon. They're all glorifying God tonight, shining for thee. And the day is spent. Our Father, we pray that it has been spent for you. We hope that what we have did today will upbuild the kingdom of God. We trust, Lord, that it will bless some souls. May all of us have lived that life today that is, has been some benefit to, to the cause of Christ. But now we've come to the close of the day and, the, and this service in this church in Decatur, Georgia. Lord, you know right where we are. You know the city and you know the street. You know the rushing streets and the rushing cars that are going here and yonder trying to find something to help and something to satisfy their longing hearts. Oh, God, we feel that we have something in this church tonight that will fill that vacant heart, that will bless that soul and satisfy that mind and keep while they live, praise God, and bring an entrance into the heavenly land when we're done with the world. Oh, God, may people get a hold of that saving grace of Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray that you stand by us here tonight. Oh, may the leaves from the tree of life fall around about us. Therefore, the healing of the nation, praise God. And may they be around us here tonight. May some soul that's lost, if there's a burdened heart or a dissatisfied soul in this church tonight, we pray that they may look to God. They may look to Jesus. They may come home tonight. Oh, Father, we don't know how to present it to you. We hardly know how to tell you, but we just want souls that are lost to come home. We want the prodigal to come back. We want the lost sinners that have never known God to come. We want the world to bow at Jesus' feet. Help us, blessed Lord, in this service tonight to do our best for you. Yes. Oh, God, will you hear our prayer? Just listen a while. Let the angels help her. Let everybody help her. May the host of heaven be backing us up tonight. We so earnestly pray, and we know that it will not be in vain. Reach down now, Lord. Take our hand. Lift us above every care. May everybody forget every care and lay aside every weight and every problem. And let's center our heart and mind on God and his word. And may we find something that will lift us and bless us tonight and carry us safely through. At that time, we know not when nor where it will be here, but we know, Lord, that thou art able to carry us through. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> Let's take you to St. Matthew, the first chapter. Thank you, Sonny Boy. The song the brother sang about the man of Galilee seems to fit our subject tonight. Thank God for that song, my boy. <clears throat> it is the birth of Jesus. <clears throat> the birth of Jesus. In the second chapter, first chapter, I would say, beginning at the 18th verse. We'll read down through the 25th verse. 
<clears throat> now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as he was, and as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Jesus, her, then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, he had a dream. And we want to read that dream to you. While he thought on these things, he had a dream, and this was the dream. Behold the angel. I thank God for the angels that come. <clears throat> of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying. It's a marvelous thing how God has honored all of his prophets from the smallest to the greatest. In all through the New Testament, he has honored those prophets very much so. So here he says, it could have been done any other way, but it had to be done this way. Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and she shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. <clears throat> then Joseph, being raised from the sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bid him, <clears throat> and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and they called his name Jesus. Brothers and sisters, that is the sweetest name that any of us seem to know tonight. They called his name Jesus. And they say there is uh, about 365 names and titles in the, by the prophets and by writers of old describing the glory and beauty of that single name, Jesus. What other man has ever been born <clears throat> that it took so many people and were so many people interested in him to try to describe or to try to write of his name and give him a name? All types of names were given to him. I praise God tonight that we have such a Savior. I might take time, if you will pardon me, to read some of the things of the names <clears throat> that are attributed to him. He is the Lord of glory. He is the Son of God. <clears throat> I didn't love to hit the corner of that thing.
He is the everlasting Father. He is the first begotten. He is the firstborn. He is the Lord of glory. He is the image of God. He is the mediator. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. He is the true light. He is the great high priest. He is the shepherd. He is the great shepherd. He is the true vine. He is the foundation. He is the chief cornerstone. He is the head of the church. He is the branch. He is the word of God. He is the mighty God. He is the until Shiloh come. He is the way, the truth, the door, the light, the bridegroom, the lily of the valley, the rose of Sharon, the prince of peace. He is the door of the sheep. He is the bright and morning star. He is rich in mercy. He is able to save. He is able to save all that will come to him. He is Emmanuel, God with us. His name is Jesus. Brothers and sisters, when we look over those things and see that there is no other name like his. All of the names that has been ascribed to him, it seems the angel had it all right. Well, it was all good. All of those things. He was all that they had attributed to him. He was that much and more. There is no one able to describe just what he is, how great Christ is. And I'm afraid that we don't realize who we are or who God is or who Christ is or what he means to us. We just simply take it for granted and go on and read it and it's the the Bible and so on. But in the book of Malachi, when you read over there about the the refining fire and the fuller soap and all of that kind of reading and, and they that turn many to righteousness, I believe, is the last word, shall shine as the stars forever and ever. And then we turn over just a leaf and we get into the birth of the Lord. And we think, well, that just happened yesterday. But it was 400, nearly 400 years between that time when Jesus showed up on the scene. Just think of that. And the, the times had changed. The people had changed. Israel had changed. They'd made many, many different uh, rules and regulations and added them to their writings. They had so many that the apostle says that they couldn't even keep them themselves. And they had even got a different language. They spoke a different language. It was altogether a different scene when Jesus walked out on the Galilee, on the, on the Jordan banks of Jordan, and there John baptized him, and the Holy Ghost came down upon him. Praise God. Hallelujah. And he said, I knew him not. Only he that sent me said, when you see the Spirit, when you see the Spirit, that's him. Brothers and sisters, Our world, our congregation, our audience that we preach to will not believe until they see the Spirit, until they see something definite about our talking and our preaching. We can preach loud, we can sing loud, we can talk and do this, but we must have the Spirit. The people must see the Spirit on our life and in our preaching and our going. Praise God tonight that God will help us to have really down in our soul the really the Holy Ghost, the love of God, deeply planted that we become a new creature and a new people and a holy people and a righteous people and let the world see our works and they will prove what we are. So then John had to have something to identify the Lord and that was sufficient for anybody. That's enough to identify you anywhere. 
if you know your God. If you know God and you represent him and your life proves that you're a Christian, you don't need any further to be identified at all. That'll identify anybody that they're acquainted with the heavenly Father. Praise God tonight. Then the name of Jesus means many things. It's the saving name. First, Emmanuel says, God with us. That is recorded in the seventh chapter of Isaiah. There he says, where a virgin shall be with child, and she shall bring forth a son, and it shall be called Emmanuel. I praise God that the prophet knew. I, I would be, I'd just like to have a little more of that kind of stuff that Isaiah had. Just a little more. I'd like to look through that microscope or uh, a telescope or whatever it is. It, I know it takes a fine telescope sometimes for you to see things of this world. Now, uh, it's identified it. But, uh, but praise God, it, it'll take a pretty good one to look through and see all of that, wouldn't it? 400 years ahead, and praise God, and I, I, we, we would just like to be with him. But we're here, and God help us to do our best. Amen. We're here. We wasn't there. We didn't see him. We wasn't there when he was nailed to the cross. We didn't see him pierce his side. We didn't see him nailed to the cross. We didn't see him crowned with thorns. We didn't see him marching down Jerusalem Street to Mount Calvary. But we, we, we believe. We, uh, we believe, praise God, that it was done, and Jesus was really born, hallelujah, and he lives in our heart today. I am so glad that the name fits him very well. Amen. He saves his people from their sins. Now, God saves us from everything that's wrong. He simply saves us from our sins. He saves us from sin. He saves us from sinning. He saves us from the devil. He saves us from the works of the devil. He just completely saves us all the way around. When you say you are saved, praise God, that means something. It means you're holy. It means you're free from sin. It means you're no longer the slave of Satan. It means that you've bid the world goodbye. It means that God lives in your heart and life. Amen. This is a saving name, praise God. It's a persecuted name, but that's all right. He hadn't preached very long. St. John says, and well, they covered it together, how they could slay him. When he was preaching in 6th and 7th chapter of St. John, even that early in his ministry, they began to plot how they might crucify the Lord, how they might uh, arrest him and, and uh, kill him, hang him on the cross, or whatever they intended to do. And they tried to call him why they said, he's Belzebub, don't listen to him. He's, but he's, it's only one witness. There's only one man, and the law says we have to have two. And the testimony of two men is true, and he's by himself here preaching and healing and going on. We just don't believe in him. Somebody says that the testimony, your law says the testimony of two men is true. And he says, my father's bearing witness with me. I have his son, and it's true. No way in the world to get by Jesus, and we can't get by him today. Praise God forevermore. I just want to take a few passages in that, in, in the Ephesians, if you have your Bible, the first chapter of Ephesians, you read, which he wrought him Christ in the 20th verse. <clears throat> in the 20th verse, which he wrought in Christ when he raised the, let's read the 19th. <clears throat> and, what is the, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power? We just don't hardly know. It's hard to describe the exceeding greatness of his power, the power of God, the power that rolled the stone away, 
the power that brought Jesus from the grave. The apostle says, if it be in you, it'll do something for you. It'll also quicken your mortal body. It's the power, the exceeding of his power to usward who believe. Now, praise God, help us to believe when we read the Bible. Help us to take it to our heart. When we read it, sometimes we think, by myself, say, how can it be? Do we really, do you really believe, Luther Gray, what God has said? I said, Lord, you'll have to help him. You just have to come by and touch me with your hand. Touch me with the finger that opened the eyes of the blind. You'll have to touch me with the hand that, praise God, unstopped deaf ears. You'll have to speak to me with that voice that calmed the sea. Praise God, so we can believe more. <clears throat> Pardon me for talking so loud. <clears throat> <clears throat> and what is exceeding? I know we don't have time for this, but we'll just uh, get over it as fast as we can. Uh, each, any verse here would be enough to talk about, but it seems we'd have to take a few more to get down to rock bottom here. <clears throat> and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power? Think of that. That's the power that brought Jesus into the world. That's a power, it was the Holy Ghost, it was the working of God, it was a plan of God. Hebrews, St. John in his, in his first chapter he said, it was not the work of man, it was not by man, but praise God, but the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost performed all the way through, praise God. We just believe it was the power, mighty power of God that did that, <clears throat> which is wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Glory to God. Brethren, there wasn't nothing weak around that tomb. There was nobody doubting. There was no, no sadness. No, nothing, nothing unreal around that tomb. It was a real power of God. Just shut it all. It was the impact was so great until the keepers fell down as dead men. And then the earth couldn't stand. The earth couldn't stand Jesus lying in the tomb. The earth began to reel and rock when the Son of God lay in that tomb. The people began to cry out, and the rocks began to bust open. Why, and, and why they couldn't take it. It was too much for the Son, the Lamb of God, that had come to save all the world, to lay in that tomb another hour. So he shook the earth, rocked the earth, and rocked the stones. And instead of hypnotized the, the uh, officers, and they fell down as dead men, and not a living soul seen him come out. Praise God, he come out. Amen. He come out all right. Now, we can't get into that. We won't get nowhere yet. Just a minute. Which he wrote in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Hallelujah. Ain't that all right? Amen. When he raised him from the dead. Why, why did he come his way back here on the end of that? <laughs> and set him on his own right hand. And set him at his own right hand. Jesus, sit down. You tell your father, Jesus, that we're preaching down here tonight. You tell your father we're, we're praising his name tonight, and we want your help. That's why I feel like saying to God, listen, Jesus, you see us as we are, and we want your help. Somebody's lost in this audience. We want them saved tonight. God help us. Mm. I get started, I can't shut down the volume. <laughs> In heavenly places, far above all principality. Now think, that name is far above all principalities and all might and all power. 
and all the works of men and all the machinery and all the heavy derricks and all the mud movers and that move mud, you see, these great cranes. We were riding down the streets today and Tommy said, well, that's a big crane, didn't it? Surely is. They got mighty power. They've got strong power. Just push a button and the thing moves. But Lord, but here is, this, but this is mightier than that. Far above all principalities, king's armies, king's guns, and king's cannons, and mighty men of old, and all the mighty men, never equal, my God, my Savior. Far above. Isn't it a great name? Name is Jesus. It's a great name. Far above all principality and power. Think of that. And might and dominion. <clears throat> Go across the world and you won't find anything to equal the power of God. The dominion of the world. They go anywhere and God still is supreme. Go to Russia. They may fight against it, but he's still the captain. He's still the king. You can go to China and they're fighting against him, but his throne, he's still on his throne. And he sees all this going on. And I think in due time, he'll call a halt. I believe he'll call a halt in due time. I don't think we need to worry too much about it and lose any sleep. I don't read too much about it because I don't think they know much about it that's doing the writing. The Bible tells us quite a bit about it. <clears throat> every, and the might and dominion and every name. That is named. How many names do you suppose they had? By the way, the Hebrew children all had a meaning. They didn't give no name without a meaning. Every name they named boy that was named, every child that was named had a meaning. Joshua, Moses, we read Sundays, Moses' name was given because he took him out of the water. They always had a meaning and a savior. Joshua means Jesus. His name was the savior. So all names had a meaning, but with all names that have been given, none equal Jesus. Amen. That's what he said here. Of all the names that are named, is named not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Brothers and sisters, that takes in much, don't it? His name is greatest name in America. It's the greatest name across the sea. It's the greatest name in heaven. It's the greatest name on earth. And he says under the earth. That takes it all in. So then, do you know who is your king? Do you know who your savior is? Think about who Jesus is, and he's our Redeemer and our Savior, and think of the power that he controls. Think of the strength that he has. Think of his knowledge. Think of his wisdom. Think of his love. Think of his passion for a lost world. No name represents so much as the name of Jesus. <clears throat> and that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church which is the body, the fullness of him that filleth, that filleth all in all. Praise God, he's got the whole thing wrapped up in that short name. But oh my, how broad it is. That arm of Jesus can reach across the world tonight. In a troubled world, that arm can reach over there. He tells us himself the same Isaiah. Says his hand, his arm is not shortened that he cannot save. No, no, neither is his ear heavy that he cannot hear. But praise God, it's a great long arm. 
Jesus has long arms, praise God. He can reach across the world. He can reach everywhere, praise God. You may be far away, but the faintest whisper he can hear. If you don't whisper, he can hear. If your heart desires Jesus, he hears it. Isn't that wonderful? The Bible says that we don't know how to praise. We ought to know how. But somebody's got to pray for us sometimes. There sometimes there's no, it's too great for words. It's too important for, to find words for. We just can't find words for some occasions. You have found it yourself, brothers and sisters, in your life, that you just don't have words to speak to God, to tell him about the situation. But he says, praise God, he says, I'll speak for you. The Spirit will speak for you. Bless his name with groaning which cannot be uttered. So he can hear anywhere you speak. Don't make any difference where you are. If you're not speaking, if you're thinking, if your heart is just crying out to God, not mentioning words, God can hear the faintest groan. Praise God for that. Then that is a great name. Isn't that Jesus a great name tonight? Oh, we could go on with it so long. Praise God in his holy name. I believe in Philippians we have some more, just a little bit. These two places is all we intend to read to you tonight. Glory, hallelujah, forevermore. I think we're read in one name here that he was a shepherd. Isn't that a wonderful thing? That pretty well gets him right there. A shepherd. He says, I go before you. Go before me? Well, if he goes before, I don't have no fear if he's going before me. He says, the shepherd goes before the sheep. He looks out for the danger. He looks out for the danger spots. He watches out for you. That's the shepherd looks out for the sheep. And God and the writer says, he says himself, I am the shepherd. And they didn't know what he meant. But he finally says, I am the great shepherd. See, he wanted to know what he was. But they didn't understand. We don't understand today how great he is. How he can meet our needs. And how he can help us how it can redeem us. I praise God. The name reaches out. Then it's a saving name. And not only a saving name, it's a forgiving name. Forgiving name. Think of that. That means much. Forgiveness. Complete forgiveness means very much. Praise his name tonight. He forgives the woman that came to his feet bathed his feet with her tears. But he said, he ought to know who that is. That's a sinner. What business has he got? But she come in and broke up the whole supper and the whole deal. And God paid more attention to that one poor sinner woman than all the multitude that uh, Levi had invited to the feast. He invited a great feast and made a great supper. But that poor woman with a heart burdened down with sin troubled and distressed, needed God and needed relief and needed a Savior. She wept until her tears washed his feet, praise God. And God says she had many, she was, had many sins, but at the bottom of it, he says, he forgive all, he saved her. Thy faith has saved thee, she, she says in the last verse. Thy faith has saved thee. Praise God. Then it's a forgiving and a saving name. All right, shall we read in Philippians? Beginning... Maybe come at the fifth verse. <clears throat> now, notice here how that Jesus was willing to humble himself. Now, if we are willing to do this, God will exalt and glorify us too. But as long as we 
Well, I thought tonight when we were praying, I just had to get down on my knees and cry and pray it out tonight with God. And I said, God, you just take away every bit of self-praise, if there's any in my soul, and remove it. If there's any honor for me, for me left in there, I pray that you remove it tonight. I pray that you may not let me speak or pray or preach to get a name or to get an honor for Luther Grace. And God heard my prayer. Hallelujah forevermore. Great is the name of Jesus. He removes prejudice. He removes envy. He removes strife. He removes sin. He removes every class and kind of wickedness. He removes selfishness. He removes pouting. He removes everything, praise God. Blessed be his name. No wonder they had to find 365 titles to reach all of his goodness, and then they left about 365 out. Couldn't think of the rest. Praise God. That's why I got off on this. is the way this reads. I didn't intend to get off on too much of it. to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men, says St. John, would you believe it? And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. If he did, what will we have to do? If we want victory and souls to come to God, We'll have to walk down the aisle humble. We'll have to live humble. We'll have to practice it. It'll have to be in our soul. It can't be on the outside like a garment. It must be down deep in the heart. Jesus said, I'm meek and lowly in heart. It must come from the heart. Humble himself and became obedient unto death. Brothers and sisters, when you read that, always when I read that, how he humbled himself death before death I had God you'll have to help me you just have to help me you just have to help me. and become obedient to death even the death of the cross how glorious what did that grant him what did that do for him did it help the Lord out any let's see wherefore for this reason that's the cause that is why the word wherefore means that's why that's what it's all about him that's why that God gave him such a great name, because he humbled himself, because he was the Son of God. And they had to call him Jesus because he was such a great Redeemer, Savior. Uh, I don't know how to tell you if we could reach to the... We can't do it. He says the height and the length and the breadth and the depth 
that is in us that we can get to. I don't believe we'll ever get to the bottom and the top and to the ends of the earth. Praise God until we walk across the threshold of the glory land world. And there we join in the song with the brother and the angels that just spoke a while ago. And there we'll sing with all of the elders that's gone before. Mothers and fathers and wives, brothers and sisters, and a million upon million we don't have never seen, but we'll all know each other over there. Praise God, I believe. And there we'll join in the song, glory, glory, glory. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah forevermore. Wherefore God, because he took not upon him any honor of himself, being in the form of God, brought, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Wherefore, that's why. He made himself of no reputation, that's why. Being found in fashion, he humbled himself as a man, that's why. Even as a servant. As a servant, Jesus came. Even as a servant. <clears throat> Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him. Praise his holy name. When you sing, blessed Jesus, precious Jesus, holy God. Brothers and sisters, we are reaching far out. We're reaching far out. When we say we are like Jesus, we are reaching far out. When we say we have his mind, we are saying so much. But he says here, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. What is that? That's sanctification. That's holiness. That's what that is. That, that means something, brothers and sisters. Highly exalted him and given him a name. Oh, bless his name. And have given him a name. Jesus. That at the name of Jesus. Right, which is, and have given him a name which is above every name. Again. It is really above. No. They don't even name our children in America Jesus. Because they... The general public and the people think it is too honorable, too great to name our children even Jesus. We name as near to it as we can get it all the way around. But you, I don't, I don't know, there might be somebody that name, I don't know, but there's not very many that you know. But that name is too sacred, too holy. But I pray God we can have us to have the nature and principle of him if we don't have it in letters. Help us to be like him. Give him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, the disciples were requested and charged not to preach in that name. Anybody else's name, they could preach in the name of Abraham, they could preach in the name of Isaac, they could preach in the name of Solomon, they could preach in the name of Jacob, they could preach in the name of any of the prophets or apostles, because they thought they believed in them, but they didn't even believe in them. But uh, they could preach in anything but the man we crucified on the cross out there last week don't preach in that man's name. But it was only 50 days after. And in two or three days, they began to cry out, Jesus of Calvary has been crucified, but he rose from the dead. And he can, the prophecy of Joel has come to pass that your sons and your daughters can prophesy. You can have salvation. You can be free. You can have your sins washed away. You can come to Jesus. Praise God, and the more the name given under heaven, why you can be saved, only by coming to the one you crucified on Calvary's cross. Glory to God, but don't preach in that name. 
Bless God, we want to preach in the name of Jesus. Amen. In his power, in his love, in his peace, and that to save from sin. Hallelujah forevermore. Well, listen. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. It should bow. Of things in heaven, and things in the earth, and things under the earth. Can you think of a greater name than that? You certainly won't bow to the names of some of your friends and your people. We don't even like to humble out down to our own brothers and sisters sometimes. But here, but here, we don't, we don't, we don't want to get that humble sometimes. But brothers and sisters, if we want to go the narrow way, if we want to go to the glory land world, we have to be like him. It must have to be that way. I don't know how no other way to preach it. If it cuts me out, it'll just have to cut me out. Because it's the Bible route. The way of holiness is the Bible route. Air and under the earth, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Praise his holy name forever. It's going to have preeminence in America. It must have preeminence in South America and in France and in Spain and in England and across the world and in China and in Russia and in Africa. It is the highest name ever written on paper. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. And he has power and control. And if we don't bow now, we'll bow sometime. We may say no to God tonight, but we'll say yes sometime. We'll have mercy sometime. It may be too late. I don't know how to tell you when it'll be too late, but it has been too late. It has been too late with many. I pray it may not be too late with you tonight, whoever you may be. That the name of Jesus, take it in your mind, in your heart, in your soul. Not only have the name, but have the power, have the nature, have the principle, have the mind of God. In our heart and in our life. Then we come. And his name shall be called Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. How wonderful, how marvelous, how great, how glorious, how powerful is that statement of Jesus that he saves his people from their sins. He shines like the rose of Sharon in the Jordan Valley, where they had the most beautiful flowers and the finest of fruits and the finest of climate, where they raise beautiful things and beautiful flowers. But the writer comes on the scene, he says, he's the rose of Sharon. That was the beautiful, most beautiful flower. Praise God. Uh, we thank thee tonight for all the things that Jesus was like. He's the king, praise God. He rose the army. He has charge of the service tonight. He has charge of our lives. May we come to him. He'll protect us. He'll save us. He'll sanctify. He'll purify. He'll cleanse us from all sin. And then he'll take care of us, praise God. And then he says, I've got a place in my father's house for you in the glory land world. When you get through here, praise God for that. I'm so glad to be in my father's house even here. Praise God. And get in, I'm, I have the privilege of being partaker of all that Jesus has. Glory to God. And his name shall be called Jesus. I'm so glad they didn't change his name. But you, you can't change anything the angels do. But when you come down before him, he dreamed that dream. But he went on down to the bottom where he was born. The last verse we read. The angels, we read that his name shall be called, you shall call his name Jesus. But when you got to the last verse, he said, 
And when Jesus was born, they called him Jesus. They said, his name shall be Jesus. See, at the last verse we read tonight, you'll find when he was spoken of by the angels, he says, you shall call his name Jesus. Because he's going to save his people from their sins. But when he was born, really born, when the thing really happened, down in the last verse of the first chapter, he says, and they called his name Jesus. Praise God. He can go down on skid row in the worst of sin and the worst of crime and the worst of wickedness and you cry out from above, my name is Jesus, I've come to save you, I've come to forgive, I've come to cleanse, I've come to sanctify, I've come to purify, I've come to make you one of my sons, I've come to take you in my arms, I've come to take care of you, I've got a home for you in the other world because he's got power to save us from our sins. Oh, glory to God tonight. I don't know how to tell you. He can go into the finest office building in Atlanta tonight and to the smartest men, to the wisest of men. And they may be wise in this world. If they don't know God, Jesus, the name of Jesus, can go into that office building and clean up that man and make him holy, make him like God, save his soul, forgive his sins, sanctify and cleanse him, and make him holy and make him a son of God. Why? Because his name is Jesus and it means he can save his people. I'm sorry that I've taken so much time. He can go to China. He can go to Russia. There, where they've denied God. Where they've put our missionaries in jail. Where they've kept them in prison. Where they've shot some of them. Where they've buried some of them alive. He can go there in that city, in that country, and say, his name is Jesus. I love you. I've come to save you. He can save that crowd. He can save that country. He can save those rulers. He can save those people because his name is Jesus. He can save his people from their sins. 